Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Today, I'm joined by Canada's premier LGBT solo country artists, Drake Jensen and Patrick Massey, as they've teamed up to record an upbeat country song, Go Your Own Way, meant to inspire young people who are bombarded with the message that they are less than. The bright pop country track has a liberating anti-bullying message for young people in the closet and also knocks down the imaging and social media that perpetuates the idea of perfection, that we aren't good enough. The press release for the single reads, the fact is we can do something about it. We can go our way. After just one week, the track has leaped into the top 10 most active indies chart, which tracks downloads, streams, and radio play. Jensen and Massey have also launched the Go Your Own Way project on Facebook, a positive interactive space encouraging folks to share photos and videos expressing how they go their own way. It's a case of Canadian East meets West as Jensen from Ottawa and Massey from Vancouver team up for this powerful, timely message. Take a listen to Go Your Own Way, and then we'll talk with Patrick Massey and Drake Jensen. to the experts say it gets better but nothing's getting better yet so friends a little kindness ever gonna find us and lead the way man if that were my kid he would be protected and hear me Magazines killing my self-esteem. Nobody's perfect like that. It's nothing but Photoshop. I'm getting off the chopping block and put away my yoga mat. I'm gonna take a long walk, have a little god talk, and hear him say, Look at what I gave you. I'm the one who made you, and you're okay. Here and gone, your life's a stone. 
Drake Jensen, Patrick Massey, thank you so much for talking with me today about your new song, Go Your Own Way. Great music, great message. Thanks. Thank you. I want to say first that I'm a big fan of both of you. Patrick, I've had your Min the Man album from 2009 on my iPhone forever. Well, since 2009, I guess. And a little bit of Saturday. And Drake, I remember sharing your Stand By Your Man video with Willem in 2012. And I think it was shot like around the corner from my old house in Studio City at Oil Can Harry's, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Love that place. <laughs> oh, I, went, I used to be there all the time, all the time. So tell me how this collaboration happened. Have you guys worked together before? I understand you knew each other. Um, no, you take it, Drake. I was kind of feeling like a loner. I thought I was the only like LGBT singer in country in Canada. And I can't remember. I think it came through another media outlet that had shared something with me. And it was an article that I think it was Gay Calgary, Patrick, if I'm not mistaken, that you were in. And she said, you're not alone. And I contacted Patrick after that. And then we were always kind of in contact. And the circumstances just arose where we found time to work together. It was just the right timing. I think timing is pretty well everything. And the right song came along and the opportunity came along to do so. But, yeah, we've been talking for, what, a few years, eh, Patrick? Probably about five years, isn't it, or so? Yeah, probably about that. Yeah. Yeah. So almost right when you came out, I think we started talking pretty much right after that, right? Yeah, exactly. So... It was just timing, really, as far as, like, I've always wanted to do something, and I think that our communities don't really work together very well. I find that there's so much insecurity in the gay community that a lot of people tend to shy away from because they're terrified that somebody else is going to get ahead and they're not. And some people deem me as being negative for, for, for talking about the truth, but if that's negative, then I guess it's negative. But, you know, that's how a lot of people feel, and I've approached other artists before, like I've challenged other artists, and like Shelley Wright and, and some of the artists in the States, and they've always said that they wanted to collaborate, but they never do it. So um, I just wanted to be the one to step up to the plate and with Patrick and kind of show everybody that you, we can do it together. And it's the only way we're going to move forward if we do stuff like this. So, you know, and especially now, I mean, we've just made, Patrick and I just made the top 10 most independent, active independents on radio in Canada. Excellent. Congratulations. Um, that's, that's awesome. It's not the most in, most downloads either, Patrick. It's actually the most active, which means that the song is actually being played. So it's the first time an LGBT song has ever been on country radio, especially with two men singing it. And it's yeah. history that it's actually getting some major traction. The thing about this song that I like, it's very country, and it's very bouncy. It's very upbeat. It's something you can sing along to and feel good about, and just not just the lyrics, but the music itself. It, it's a terrific melody that just bounces along. I like it. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a really good job that uh, the writers did, you know, and even the demo when Drake sent it to me, it's, you know, we right away, and I wanted to write our own song, and then Drake said, well, just listen to this one, and when I heard it, I was like, wow, this is awesome, and I especially liked the verse that I did and talked about, you know, I'm going to take a long walk and have a little God talk and hear him say, because there's so much time, you know, in the, you know, in the media and with certain groups who try to alienate gay people that 
we're created by the same creator, if you believe that or whatever. And that to me is, was important message to also put out there, right. That, mm-hmm. you know, we're all made by the same creator and uh, like, nobody's a mistake. So it's it, that to me just really hit home for me when I heard those words, because I think a lot of LGBT people have been pushed away from even having a spiritual relationship or believing in God because They've been told that they're not, he doesn't want to want to support you or whatever. But I think that's a load of crap, to be honest. I think it's, we're all made by the same creator. So that's that's (laughs) a really good point, Patrick. It's just one of those things, right? I never really thought about it that way. So I, yeah, Yeah. I was, I'm always latched onto the, the the Photoshopping and, and people being, you Mm -hmm. know, that second verse is so strong about perpetuating the images, especially with gay men. I mean, we, my Facebook is ridiculous. It's just literally, no pun intended, pumped with guys that are like juicing on steroids probably three to four times a day that are killing themselves. And people are constantly trying to live up to that image. And I think that verse that you sang, Patrick, was just so integral to address that. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of men don't talk about that, right? Like a lot of guys with women and stuff we do, but there's, I mean, I've struggled with weight or whatever my whole life. It's, but a lot of men in our society, you know, we don't talk about those things. And and there is a lot of insecurity around that specifically in in the gay community. So I think it's important to show that side of uh, yourself as a man. So I was happy to have that verse. I think that's from what I've seen. I mean, I've visited radio um, a fair amount so far, and I'm going again tomorrow, and then I'm on for the road for another week visiting radio. But so far, the actual reception I've got from my radio visits are people are ecstatic about the song. Like this, mm-hmm. this is a really big pivotal thing for both Patrick and I. I think. I know both of you in coming out, both of you encountered your own bumps in the road, if I can call it that, not to make it smaller than it was. It was it was something that coming out actually impacted you your careers. Some years ago, and you, you mentioned this might be a, a, a turn in the road for you guys, do you think things are getting better for, for male artists in country music? I think in 2014 we had Billy Gilman and Ty Herndon down here come out, and they seem to be okay, but their situations are a little different because, it, just for the listeners, if they don't know, Ty basically had his whole career for many years without coming out. Billy, being a child artist, kind of grew up without being in the spotlight anymore so i think their situations were different but do you feel like anything's uh, the things are getting better for male country artists being out patrick do you i do i think i mean i i mean i came out so long ago like in 2002 that was so long ago and i mean it was for me it was so difficult because i mean we didn't even really have websites or anything back then you know and i lost a major recording deal because of it and stuff and this was in nashville i mean i was in the thick of the thick down there and i you know and and it's ironic because i saw all those artists around you know at the time and you know i'm not going to say where but you know what i mean it's like so it was funny and nothing nothing scandalous but it's like you know what i mean i saw them for years and i was just kind of like this is so bizarre like how does not everybody know this? But, you know, people just didn't talk about it. But, I mean, it's it has come far. And it's funny because my manager was just in New York last week and had meetings. And people were telling her, you know, bring Patrick back to Nashville. Things have the, things have progressed. Things have moved forward. So I'm excited to, to see that. I'm not sure. I mean, in the United States, as you probably know better than us, Randy, What's going on in the United States right now? It's kind of frightening. I mean, oh, it's trust me. Who knows? Know. Like what? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like we even even like touring and stuff. You know, like 
there's the concern for your own safety. Like you don't know what people are going to do, right? Especially when you're an out artist. I think it is getting better though. I mean, I think that if uh, people have to take a stand, right? And I said at my show in Edmonton Pride on Saturday night, I said, it's really cool that Katie Lang, Drake Jensen and myself have kind of led the way in country music and we're all Canadians. And that's a really cool thing to celebrate about Canada and how diverse Canada is and how much of a human rights leader Canada is. So it's something that, that I'm very proud of. And I know Drake is, I haven't had the opportunity to talk to Katie Lang about it, but we'd love to sit down with you, Katie Lang. <laughs> Let me get her on the phone. Hold on. I think I can add one more here. Yeah. You know, and for, yeah, Drake, and for go me, ahead. From, from my standpoint, I mean, I was very surprised last week when I went to the radio stations. What I'm seeing in radio right now is an influx of younger girls instead of the the old guys club is kind of fading at radio, and you're seeing these younger girls who have just graduated <clears throat> from their media courses and are in radio and have the gay best friend, and suddenly the gay country singer walks through the door, and they want to talk about pride. Wow. So wow. that's blowing my mind. Like when I sat down last week, I sat down with a like a, a this guy was in his fifties and he was interviewing me, and all he wanted to talk about was the fact that his town was having pride and how this song correlated so much with mm-hmm. a, a pride being a pride-like anthem, mm-hmm. and and it was really almost uncomfortable for me because. I didn't know how to do that, really address that situation very well, because I'd never been on a, a country radio station talking about pride ever in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so so things, are, things are changing. And, and I think that Patrick and I are going to be kind of, will probably become like that little pride flag symbol that's on Facebook right now, because pride is a trending issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really trendy everywhere right now. So I think that Patrick and I are going to be the, the gay best friends in country music. Yeah. Well, I also think people don't want to be on the wrong side of history either. You know, I think that's a major thing now with things Yes. with, you know, and it, it is. And, and because it's, it's blown up in people's face when, you know, and that's, I always say that to people, you know, you can say what you want to say, but this is going to come back to haunt you because more people don't think that way anymore. The other thing is, even from a financial perspective, you know, you want the LGBT community to support you and your businesses and things because, as you know, if we get our, our be in a bonnet and we want to boycott you, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get on it. And I hate to say it that way, but whatever's people's motivation for an opening their mind up, it's a starting point, right? So I think we need to just take it. And then we have the opportunity to show people you know, maybe what some people don't even really know about LGBT people, because some of the people that I know, guys, and they're like, oh, I've never met a gay person. And I'm like, could you leave your house? Like, I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, we're everywhere. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, you're talking about how things are different. And just from my perspective, I'll share like a quick 30 second story. I'm originally from Texas, so I grew up with country music. My best friends are from Texas. And last year I attended my godson's wedding and it was all Texans. And, you know, Texas is is as conservative, Republican as you can get. And can I tell you, at the reception, do you know who the most popular people were besides the bride and groom? The most popular people were a transgender boy who's a senior in high school who had just transitioned, and everybody was his best friend. And the other most popular guy was uh, this gay guy who was like 20 years old, and he was leading all of the, the people on the dance floor 
in like these dances. And when they had a dance off between the girls and boys, they all just decided that this one guy won. Yeah. And the point of the <laughs> whole thing, awesome. I was sitting back going, wait, this is not how I remember Texas. This is not how I remember conservative people reacting to LGBT people. And it was an awesome thing in Texas. So now you understand how I felt at the radio station last week. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you kind of go, what? You know, they have gay straight alliances in high school. Your song, Go Your Own Way, addresses the idea of bullying and standing up and not caring what people think. But back when I was in high school, I don't know about you guys, I was bullied. I heard the word faggot just about every day, even if I didn't even know I was gay. Did either of you experience bullying? when you were younger I didn't get yeah that. Drake you take that yeah I didn't get I didn't get to high school um I had a nervous breakdown when I was like 15 and I uh, locked myself in my room for like six months Wow. so the last the last going off my last day of school was a flash mob beating um that lasted about roughly a mile with two guys with boards with nails in them um and a crowd of people of about 75 that gathered around and followed them while they bashed me. Um, that was the last day. That was like grade nine. There was no more school after that. I left school. And it was interesting because I've just recently reconnected with one of the guys that did that to me on Facebook. Did you? And it was one of, it was one of the most surreal things ever, you know. I, I sent him, like, a message, and I, I said, I see you have children. I said, I hope they don't suffer. I said, but you, what I suffered at, the, at your hands, I said, so... And I posted, interestingly enough, I posted the Scars video in, in the message, and I said, thank you very much, though. I said, you've motivated me to do this and help thousands of people. Did he respond? I'm just curious. He did. He did? He did. He did with, a, with an amazing story from his side of oppression and religious oppression and mm. being brainwashed and wanting to release, and that's how he did it was he bullied other people because he felt powerless. Because bullying, is bullying isn't about power. It's about losing power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we decided we would be friends, and now we're Facebook friends, and, and the past is the past. Wow. Um, but still, it doesn't, it doesn't make things any better, yeah. that's for sure, right? But, yeah, I never got to high school. Like, I just recently graduated from high school um, four years ago. Oh, congratulations. At least you did that, Drake. Yeah. I did. I went back, and, and then when I went, yeah. when I went home to Cape Breton, and I played a show there in my hometown, actually, Glace Bay High came to the show, and they awarded me an honorary high school diploma at the show. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, which was great. So it was like there was all this. There's been all this healing going on, which is really, really good. Yeah. But you know, I know Patrick. I think you were you graduated, Patrick, right? Yeah, I did. But you know, the interesting thing is, Randy is. I, it's a good point that Drake makes. Is you know, I remember years ago, I worked at. There's a big hardware store in Canada called Canadian Tire, right? And it was one of the first jobs I had out of high school and. I was working graveyards. We were doing store audits, and I was with this young girl. Her name was Teresa, and she was, you know, the daughter of a pastor, and you know the whole thing. And 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 I was probably like the first gay person she ever met. And and we would talk, right? And uh, she would, you know, she she quote the Bible and quote this and quote that. And I said to her, I said, "Well, Teresa, what do you think?" You know. And then she came back the next night, and she said, "You know, she's like, you're you're the first person, Patrick, who's ever asked me what I think." And I said, doesn't that concern you, Teresa? You're 23 years old, and no one's yeah. – you've owned, I said, you can't hide – not that there's not great lessons and values in the Bible, but I said, you can't hide behind a Bible and use a Bible to 
to judge other people. And I said, you know, Teresa, I grew up very Catholic and I grew up that way. And my parents were Christ-like. The ironic thing is, and it's similar to what years ago in the Westville Baptist Church was doing a show in Mesquite, Texas. You probably know where that is, Randy. And they picketed. It was the same thing. I said, you know, Jesus only ever judged the hypocrites and the Pharisees in his lifetime. So if he if he wouldn't be standing with you, he'd be walking with me because we're all imperfect people here. And it's interesting to see that and exciting to see that there is some true Christians out there that are finally coming around. Like you said that time when you're in Texas, like I think people are realizing people are people and everybody needs love. Right. Everybody needs acceptance. Absolutely. It it is interesting to watch it go by as as time keeps moving forward. For me, as an LGBT activist and and writer, I look back now and I go, wow, look how far we've come. It felt like we were inching, inching, inching. It just felt like we were crawling across the floor so slowly. And now I look back and I just realize a lot of great things have happened. And it, it comes from these changes in these people that we talk to. It's all about visibility and having rational conversations. I was just at a dinner last night and a conservative woman brought up, she's an ally, LGBT ally, but she brought up the idea of, of not boycotting because, you know, doesn't that like really put up a wall? And I said, well, no, and we mm-hmm. don't have to be jerks about things, but we do have to we do have to make our side heard. We have to raise our voices. Yeah. The other thing is that it's when we had the same gender marriage fight in Canada, there was a lot of people, even people in my circle of friends who I thought were a lot more open minded, you know, and I said, and they're like, well, call it something else. Do this. And I said, no, you're missing the point. It's about the word. If I can't do everything that you can do in a democratic society, then I'm not equal under the law. And that's all it's about. It's not even really about gay marriage or trans rights. It's like either. And your guys' constitution states clearly everybody's equal under the law. Oh, but wait a minute. If you're this, you're not. If you're that. And and every American should be fighting for that because that's basic of the constitution. And I that's what always I can't understand about people. It's like either everybody's equal or they're not. But if they're not, then stop going and telling other countries and other nations that they have to instill these, you know, democratic values in their own societies when it's not even being done in your own backyard. Yeah, it's all a little pretend when when they they say one thing but want to do another. And that that has been uh, a lot of the conversation down here in America. I love Canada. And by the way, we all love your prime minister. and We really want him to be our president. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so lucky. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for talking about this, all of these things. These are really important things for people to hear. And congratulations on the song, Top Ten. I want all my listeners to know you can get the song right now on iTunes and Amazon. I'll have the links in the show notes for this podcast. You're going to be appearing together August 20th at the Arts Court Theater in Ottawa, correct? Yes. And, Randy, there's one other thing. Drake, do you want to just give a little maybe 30-second thing on the Go Your Own Way project? Because I think that's very important to get out there. Yeah, there's a page, there's a Facebook page, too, and it's been crazy because I haven't had enough time to actually sit down and work it, which I, which I should be doing. But I, it's with radio, I had no idea it was going to blow up like this. But the Go Your Own Way project page is up on Facebook. So you can go pay, post on that page. People can make positive posts. They can post pictures of them and their partners. They can pictures post pictures of them after they've transitioned from being trans people. I don't care what people put up there as long as it's very, very positive. 
um, the page is, is there, and it's actually, you can link it through my page, too, I think, on my music page. It's very present on through the feeds. Um, but people are mm-hmm. welcome to go and like the Go Your Own Way project page, because we kind of want it to be about everybody else, too, right? Yeah, and, the, and Ellen yeah, DeGeneres, if you're out there listening, please have us on. We want to get this message out there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It'd be really nice to see somebody in the U.S. embrace this. I mean, we... Yeah. we well, Randy is. Lo- <laughs> well, yeah, well, Randy, you are, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the first time that anybody in the U.S. has even looked at it. Um, the one thing I do find about being Canadian um, is that sometimes uh, Patrick and I do get overlooked, and I, and I don't think I'm being whiny. I just, mm-hmm. I just really find this a trend is that if you're Canadian, you're kind of not included in the apple pie, if you know what I mean, because it's not all American. It'd be really nice to see some unity, and I actually did a post on Facebook yeah. tagging likes of Steve Grand and, and Ty Herndon and Billy Gilman and Shelley Wright. And Shelley Wright, and, yeah. And I tagged them all and said I'd love to work for us all to work together sometime. And and I know one artist, country artist, in her book wrote in her book that one of her itineraries was to help other LGBT artists, and I have not seen that yet. So I say well, bring it. Well, I think she knows now. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, guys, thank you so, so much well, for sharing. Well, thank you, Randy. Uh, and congratulations well, on much, the Randy. song. Thanks very much, Randy. We really appreciate this, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Did you hear the A, Randy? There's the I, Canadian I, I right there. I think it is so charming. I do. I love it. I love it. I didn't even realize I said it until you just mentioned <laughs> yeah. it. Well, as soon as you're – when you're – every time I'm in the States, my friends are, you say A all the time. I'm like, well, you talk like this, so do I do that? <laughs> we do. <It's> not nice. Bling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Listen, guys. guys. Thank you right. so much. Thank Have you. a great day. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, Bye. Randy. Okay. For more info about Drake Jensen, head over to drakejensen.ca. And for Patrick Massey, there's patrickmassey.com. Gee, that's easy enough, eh? Mm, Randy, you didn't do that good. We'll stick to y'all. Remember that Go Your Own Way is available now on iTunes, Amazon, and all digital download outlets. That brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button on my page on iTunes, and then every time I upload a new episode, it'll be sent straight to you automatically. And remember, you can find me every single day on the Internet at therandyreport.com, where I report on the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next time. Yeah.